I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, One Man, One Tree, and a Hill. I'm your host, uh, Jared Waters, two-time wrestling champ, uh, stand-up comedian, anything you can think of uh, besides a Satanist. Uh, so this is a special episode. We are reviewing One Tree Hill. I have never seen this show before. I've seen parts of it. My sister, she loves the show. I just joined the Facebook group, and they finally showed me some love. It's called uh, We Love One Tree Hill. I'm going to be honest. I tried to plug the podcast there, but they were not taking it at all. They just wanted to talk about love of the show, which I get it, but now I've infiltrated the group, and it's good. We're, like, doing that, but there are a lot of spoilers in there, so I've been trying to avoid the spoilers. What's happening? So today we're watching episode three. We are, if you're down with it, we are. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I would sum up episode two. If you don't know episode two, uh, we saw Lucas Scott. He was adjusting to being on the basketball team. And he had to deal with his brother, Nathan, just hating on him. His dead brother was hating on him. His dad was confusing and calling him son and messing with his head and stuff like that. Then we look into uh, Lucas' mom, Lucas' mom, and then uh, Keith, which is Dan's brother. Just a lot of, lot of drama in this show. A lot of, lot of early day drama for a show like this but i like it i like what's going on right now so right now we're going to tune in to episode three and we're going to view episode three so hopefully you guys stick around my name is jared waters this is one man one tree and one hill and let's do it and this episode is brought to you by frontline roofing frontline roofing is a roofing company in ohio uh we're going to tag below in our description how to contact frontline roofing just put in the code o-m-o-t A-H, and that means one man, one tree, and a hill, and you will get a special consultation on fixing your roof. All right, let's check out this show, this episode. All right, folks, we cut to episode three. Episode three, the Ravens are trailing by two. Whitey calls a play for Nathan. He goes, Nathan, they're going to kick the ball out to you. You're going to take the shot. Uh, So they let him know this team is undefeated. So, so far, the Ravens are undefeated. Nathan they pass the ball into Nathan out of, the out, out of bounds. Nathan is a double team, and instead of passing the ball, he shoots it up, and he bricks it. With four seconds left, they catch the rebound. They kick it out to Lucas Scott, Lucas Scott excuse me, which is his half-brother, for three. Luke hits it. Game winner. Crowd goes crazy. So everyone's, everyone's excited. You cut back to Nathan. Nathan has his head down. He's kind of depressed that his brother just made the winning, uh, excuse me, made the winning shot. And then seeing cuts, and we see Keith, which is Nathan's uncle and Dan's brother. He flirts with Karen. He puts his arm around him. Like, Look at our boy. Look what our boy's done. They're excited about Lucas's win. And this mother walks up to Karen, which is Lucas's mom, and asks her to join the Boosters Club. She gets invited to the Boosters Club, and she goes, uh, when do you meet? We meet on Tuesdays about 6 o'clock. And the mother takes a little dig at Karen and goes, I know you're working at your little shop. And you can tell that Eric Karen a little bit, but you can sort of tell that these are high school friends. Like the, these girls are from the same town. So maybe 17 years ago they were all on the cheerleading team, and now they have kids now. You can tell that same vibe that we're getting. So that's happened with Karen. Uh, then we come back to the stands. We're still inside the basketball room. Dan sitting in the stands by himself. And he looks up at Nathan. He goes, I thought this was your team. So, again, Dan's, uh, you know, trying to divide his kids, trying to divide his kids, put them against each other, Cain and Abel style. Uh, then we cut to Lucas. Lucas, you know, he's had the game winner. He houses in his car. And next, you know what, Brooke, 
Brooke pops up topless in the back of his car. And uh, she's flirting with him, trying to give him the yams. And then Coach Whitey knocks on the window, and he's giving Luke the whole spiel. Don't act like a pro yet, son. I see you at a game winner. I expect you to be in the gym two a days lifting weights. By the way, there's a half-naked girl in your car. And then he tips his hat off to her. So Whitey was like, what are you looking at, dude? These are high school kids. Relax, old man. Uh, so Brooke, uh, she takes off her shirt. She puts on a, another shirt. And Brooke says to Lucas, so how does it feel to have your life change? So pretty much Brooke is letting them know now, Luke, you're the popular kid now. You went from being the the little lost lamb at school, and now you're the popular kid at school. And how's his life going to change? Uh, then we cut to Peyton's bedroom, which has changed. Peyton's like, got like red walls now. It's different from episode two. Nathan's venting about the game. He's talking about Lucas scores 12 points. Now they think he's Allen Iverson. No, no, no. He's the guy that won the game. Nathan, stop hating my bro. Uh, so next you know, he's there puzzling in the bed. She's trying to kiss him to make him feel better. He's not feeling it. And then he looks at her room and goes, uh, something changed in your room. Can you tell me what changed? And she goes, I took down the sketches. And he looks at her and goes, what sketches? And the camera pans into Peyton. Peyton's obviously just upset. Peyton obviously doesn't have to take this, but, uh, we're curious what she sees in Nathan besides a star because, uh, Nathan clearly disrespects her. And I think... <laughs> I wish the show was sponsored. I thought that I wish the show was ten years later, because Peyton to solve all her problems, she just needed Uber. Because every time she gets left by herself, if she had an Uber, she'll be fine. The way her boyfriend stranders her on the street already. So uh, we cut to the store. That's Lucas's mom's store. Lucas's mom works in a coffee shop, and we see Haley. And this is the first time we understand that Haley is a high school kid. Because this whole time. I thought she was in community college, and the way we find out that she is a high school kid, because he asked her to go to some uh, some bookstore, or I forgot what it's called, Burning Book, Burning Burning Man. I don't know. I don't know what he asked her to go to. I forgot. But she goes, "Sure, let me call my mom." So she calls her mom. Mom doesn't answer. She leaves a voicemail on the answer machine. That's how old this is. Two thousand one. Excuse me. And then Lucas goes, "Is your mom drunk?" So I think there's going to be some story development to Haley. And Haley and her mother and her mother situation. Uh, we cut to the the pickup truck or the U-Haul truck. It's not a U-Haul truck. It's a a tow truck. Oh yeah, because Keith uh, he tows cars. And Karen's venting about the booster club because that lady threw some shade at her. So Karen's filling it a little bit how she did it. And she goes, she called my shop little. Then Karen is like saying about she you knows pretty much gossiping. And Keith goes, why do you care? You're not going to join the club. And then she's like, kind of like, I know I'm not going to join it, but Keith knows she's going to join the club. And Keith throws some shade at her and goes, uh, I still see that you wear your high school cheerleader outfit, cheerleader sweater. And I was like, dang, Keith. So Keith is trying. You can tell he doesn't want her to get caught up into this small town high school drama. But, you know, Karen's probably going to do it. She missed out a lot being pregnant. We come back to Peyton's place. She gets a call from the newspaper. Uh, that she threw her stuff away, and Lucas took her sketches when she wasn't looking and submitted them. And the dude calls her and says, your sketches are great. Uh, let's come in and have a meeting about it. And that's that's dope of Lucas to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to look out for her. So we can tell Lucas really wants Peyton. That's the vibe I'm getting. And I don't know what Nathan wants. Nathan just wants to be, <laughs> I guess Nathan just wants to be the team captain. Uh, we cut to the little... This is Wilmington, North Carolina, so this is probably like the 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 town the town like the town like swap meet or something like that, like right there by the lake 
for some shops and stuff, burning books. Hey and Luke are walking together, and everybody's shouting out, Luke, Luke, good game, dog. Hey, great job. And Luke's telling, like, I'm a star. I'm the bomb. That's what he says. I'm the bomb. And then some kid walks up, and he goes, oh, man, you're awesome. And Luke thinks he's talking to him, but she's talking to Haley because Haley is his tutor. So just reassurance that she's in high school because I didn't know what she was in. I just thought she was just some random kid that worked at the that worked at her, the store and talked to high school kids. We pull back up to school. Uh, Brooke <laughs> goes up to Lucas's locker. First, Haley's at the locker, and Haley goes, do you want to hang out? Haley goes, no, I might be the bomb someplace else. And Haley's she's getting used to it. She still sees Luke as the young, uh, quiet little kid that plays on the backyard thing. So she's not f- feeding into him being popular. She still sees him as just her buddy Luke. Next, you know, she walks off, and Nathan talks to his boy and goes, hey, who's that that he's already with? And his boy goes, you're trying to slum it up? But you can tell Nathan's kind of looking at this quiet girl like, okay, I, okay, I see what Luke is working with. Maybe I should trade Peyton for Maylee, Haley. And I'm not saying trading women. We will never do that. But in this show, you can tell they're going to swap somehow because usually in these uh, Caucasian shows, everyone dates everybody. So Brooke asks is, uh, Lucas for a brawl back because she unclothed herself inside his car, and he passes it back, and then Peyton and Brooke walk off. And Peyton's like, oh, classic brawl move, Brooke. Hating a little bit, but at the same time, you can tell they're friends. And then she goes, what did you do with Lucas? And she tells her, me and Lucas doesn't do, we didn't do anything. And she goes, maybe he's gay. Which is Peyton like, whoa, girl, this is the guy that you almost invited to your crib and tried to throw the throw the yams at him. So we know we don't have to throw that at him. And if he is gay, that's not a problem. But at the same time, we know Luke is not gay. He's into, well, we don't know what he is. So maybe, no, he's not. He's clearly into Peyton. So you can tell that it was just Peyton just putting it on Brooke to be like, no. And Brooke kind of goes back and goes, no, he's not. And I can't wait to sleep with him. These are high school kids, so what's, what, are, what, what are we really doing? Who are the writers on the show? That's what we're about to Google. Who are the writers who wrote this show? Okay, cut to the shower. Lucas is taking a shower, and Nathan takes his clothes. I don't know if it's Nathan, but I know it's basketball players. They do that all the time. Uh, Lucas has to come out holding two basketballs around uh, covering his, uh, his genitalia. And he looks like Dennis Rodman from Dennis Rodman's books. Uh, next, you know, Whitey, he's walking in the hallway and Whitey looks at him and goes, I'm just getting used to your low-cut jeans. Now you're naked. Cut to Keith's shop. Keith and Luke are chopping up about high school. He's telling him how I got naked girls popping up in my car. I'm the man around school. Keith is telling him to live it up. Then we cut to basketball practice. And this is where it gets real. Whitey moves Nathan to small forward. He was a shooting guard and moves him to small forward, which I don't see the problem. Small forward is just like it's LeBron's position. You can play anywhere you want. Lucas gets pissed, and Whitey goes, that's funny, because I'm the coach. I didn't know why you're talking. I'm going to call you small forward. You got that, small forward? It's pretty much effing with Nathan. And he cut back to Nathan's house. His daddy Dan's drinking on the couch, saying all the plans we made, and you're just letting this kid take your dream. And Nathan checks his dad and goes, these are all the plans you made, not me. And then Dan, we finally get a peek into his life that Dan's not happy. And Dan's pretty much says how he's miserable. He said, I don't want you to make the mistakes I made in my life. And he goes, you don't want to work a nine to five when you know you could have had a better life. And I feel Dan on that, man. I feel you. Shoot, I'm going through that right now. You don't want to work a nine to five. You know what I mean? You want you want to live your dreams. So I feel Nathan. Uh, we cut to commercial. I'm watching this on Hulu. Uh, this commercial is sponsored by Good Girls. It's a show called Good Girls on NBC. And it's about these women that are robbing grocery stores to save her sick child. 
I don't, I'm probably not going to watch it, but it looks good. Looks good. So uh, we're about to queue in. Right now we're gearing up. We are back at Nathan's house. So, uh, yeah, we're back at Nathan's house, and he's talking with his dad, him and his old man. And Dan asks him, like, what do you want? What do you want from this team? And he's pretty much telling uh, Nathan that it's all his fault. He goes, it's my fault. Me and Whitey had a falling out, and he's punishing you because of me, which is not true. I think Whitey's just trying to, you know, he's trying to win. He's never won a championship. And uh, he's uh, putting the sons against each other again. Instead of Dan could just walk up to Nathan and be like, hey, let's talk man to man, but he doesn't do that. Uh, he tells his son, he goes, Lucas is your enemy. Lucas is your opponent, and how do we beat our opponent? We find his weakness. So Nathan, uh, we cut to the locker room. Nathan convinces the whole team to start hazing Lucas. <clears throat> Now, if you're from the South, you know, everyone gets hazed, football, basketball, everything else. It's not right. That's what it's inside, like, the sport culture. There's hazing. I remember being in school, freak, my freshman year, the seniors would come and try to put us in the car and chase us home, beat us up. I think there was one time we had to do two-a-day drills with the football team. Boy, Mike Wright uh, straight trucked me. Now, thinking about it now, I think if I was doing that, I would have just went after his legs. But, yeah, they straight straight tucked me, had to go through those hazing days. So Nathan convinces the team to haze him. First, they wet his clothes, they wet his locker, and, like, all of his clothes are wet. And there goes our boy Jake Jalowski, and he gives him an extra pair of clothes. And he tells him, he goes, man, you just got to push through it. We all went through it, so they all pretty much got hazed. They're telling him you can't skip the hazing process. And they go to the basketball court, and they ask him what happens if Lucas can handle the hazing. And Nathan goes, I got a backup idea. And then we cut to him and Haley. So I think Nathan's backup idea is like, I'm going to get Haley. <clears throat> Excuse me. Haley seems like a good girl, you know. She works at the shop, comes from a big family. So he walks up to uh, Haley and goes, hey, uh, I'm trying to get tutor. And she goes, no, not at all. He goes, why? Because you're mean to my friend. And he goes, well, I need to be tutored. And he's like, no, 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 I can't do that. And, uh. I guess his plan is to get with Haley. And you can totally tell that Haley's like, I'm pro Lucas. I'm not down with uh I'm not down with the other stuff. That's what her plan is. So we cut back to Peyton's job interview. And I thought the dude on the phone was a black dude. I didn't want to put it out there, but it is a black dude now. Black dude with this Corbin blue Jerry curl hair. <laughs> and he pretty much asked her, like, where does she study at? And she goes, I'm a high school kid. And he goes, You're young, but can you meet deadlines? So she goes, Yeah, give me a deadline, I'll do it. And he tells her that your stuff is good. He just wants you to make the high school characters a lot more happy. She goes, what, like a cheerleader? He goes, yeah, like a cheerleader. And she's like, uh. So you can tell Peyton doesn't want to be a cheerleader. She's like a, a depressed artist. She's just going through the motions cheerleading. Uh, we cut back to school. And uh, Brooke, she's throwing the platypus at Luke again. She's at school. She's doing that little, I forgot what those things are called, where you fold it back and forth. She asks him what's his favorite number. Uh, what's his favorite sex position? This is a lot for a uh, for a kid show. <clears throat> and then she asked him, uh, "What's his favorite color?" Then uh, while she's doing that, the teacher slams on her desk, and then he gives Nathan an F because he got an F on his grade again. So Nathan probably is not that bright. Nathan's not that bright. He has an F on his work, has an F on his assignment, and he takes it to Haley and he goes, "Look, like I got an F. I need you to help me." And Haley again is like, nah, I can't help you. Like, Luke is my guy. I can't. Ba 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 ba. That's New Yorkers. Boom, 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 boom. She goes, I can't do it. Uh, then we cut to girls' night or girls' day. Brooke and Haley are, oh, Brooke's getting waxed and Haley's being there. And uh, 
Peyton checks Brooke about Luke again. She goes, why are you so persistent about Luke? And she goes, "Are you? do you want Lucas? Are you jealous? Do you really want Lucas? And Peyton goes, no, I have Nathan. And Brooke goes, I don't know. Maybe I want a boyfriend. Maybe I want what you and Nathan have just without the arguing. And I was like, whoa. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, we cut back to the booster club. So Karen walks into the booster club. She comes in at 6. Sherry, that's the girl's name who invited her, excuse me. She said it started at 6, but it really started at 5. So when she gets in there, she looks embarrassed because she came in late. So Karen Karen obviously knows the setup. And Karen has grown past high school, so she's over the BS. And then the mom starts checking her about Lucas on the team. Like, how is it fair? Is your kid going to stay on the team? He's just varsity. And the other kids have came through junior varsity. And next you know, Karen goes, he's on the team because he's good. He's really good. And y'all can stop hazing him and wetting my boy's clothes and messing with him. And next you know, the other moms goes, well, our kids are the good ones. And next you know, Karen backs up and Karen goes, Sherry, you haven't grown up since high school, you petty B-word. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Dang. So uh, these these girls are going at it. I like it. I like this little sassiness they got inside one year. Shout out to the writers making this happen. Uh, then we cut to Lucas. We cut to Lucas. And this is just effed up because they're hazing the whole family. So the mom's getting hazed at, uh, by adults. And Lucas getting hazed. But by his own brother, that's why it's worse. So they go to Lucas, uh, his old home court. They trash his basketball goal. They throw trash everywhere. But my question is, where the freak is mouth at? Where's the black dude that's in this show, Skills? Where's Skills at? He should be somewhere around. He's nowhere around. So I guess I thought he was a part of the show. But maybe he comes back in season two. But he's in the first two episodes now. He's nowhere to be found. And the question is, where's Mouth? Where are all the people that are at this basketball all the time? Like, what happened to them? So we'll look into that. We cut back to Lucas cleaning the basketball goal. And then here comes Peyton again. She rolls up with her car. She goes, I heard about this. I'm like, girl, be quiet. You knew about this. And uh, she says uh, uh, she's not going to take the job. And Luke calls her out. He goes, look, like, you're scared. Stop being scared. You're a talented artist. Stop being scared. Take the job. She goes, the editors love my stuff. And she goes, thank you for submitting it. He goes, what? <laughs> Peyton said, thank you? Wow. <laughs> what world are we living in? And then she goes, if Nathan did this, I'm like, you know your boyfriend did this. Don't if Nathan did this. And Lucas, he pulls up on her again. He goes, why do you stay with him? Then Peyton says the most honest thing. She goes, sometimes it's good and sometimes there's no one else. And I feel Peyton because this uh, movie, excuse me, this show shot in Wilmington, North Carolina. So I can understand if you're in Wilmington, North Carolina. There's not that, that many people there. And uh, Michael Jordan is from there, but you can see Michael Jordan left. I feel Peyton. She's just there because it's comfortable. He's comfortable. She's in high school. There's nothing else to do. But I think that Lucas, he's really going to slide. He's going he's gonna to slide in. He supports her. Uh, we go back to the shot where Haley's working. And uh, the phone rings. Nathan goes, hello, can I speak to Haley? And she goes, Haley's not here right now. And then she hangs up the phone. Uh, but uh, Karen, she goes, who is it on the phone? She goes, just a bad guy. She goes, how do you know he's bad? She goes, I just know he's a bad guy. She doesn't tell her that it's Nathan Scott. She just says he's a bad guy. And Karen goes, well, maybe he's trying to change him. He's looking for tutoring. And I think Karen doesn't understand. Like, this is your ex-boyfriend uh, that you had a baby with, son, who was uh, of the same cloth. Uh, we cut to Keith and uh, to the, the body shop. The body shop, Keith and 
Lucas are like fixing a car and Jake pulls up. Jake is the dude that's been, uh, Jake Jalowski is the one that's been helping Lucas the whole time and making sure that he doesn't get too stressed out. And he tells him, excuse me, he tells him, he goes, hey man, I think what you should do is rise above it. If you rise above it, you can get the team. But you can tell Lucas is feeling like, nah, I gotta, I gotta go with my brother Nathan pretty hard. Then we cut to Haley and Lucas talking about their day and Haley She's asking about, like, how he's getting haze. And you can tell Haley's like, if I tutor him, maybe all this will stop. You can see that's the idea on her mind. That's the thing that she's thinking about. We cut back to the courts. Lucas is still cleaning it up. Uh, Nathan's still hating. He's cleaning up the courts, meaning that, like, he's shooting threes, everything else. And then Haley invites him to the movies. So she's waiting on Lucas to go to the movies. Uh, she's waiting. Lucas isn't there. Lucas, Lucas is walking down a dark alley. Next, you know, a van pulls up. Woo, woo, woo. They capture him, take him in the car, hazing process. I'm guessing they're going to probably duct tape him to the football goal. And then we cut to the commercial. Commercial, this commercial is sponsored by Ray Flanagan. Save 30% on bedrooms mattress sale for President's Day at Ray Moore, Ray Moore and Flanagan's. We're watching it on Hulu, so on Hulu they get commercials. Okay, so we're cutting back to One Tree Hill. Now we are driving in a car. We're trying to figure out who's driving this car. So it turns out this is not a car. This is the van that they abducted Lucas in. Uh, he's in the van. The former players throw him inside the van. They take him to a swamp, throw him in the swamp, and we meet a black dude, finally. Not skills, but this random black dude. He doesn't have a name, so we guess he's an extra. We'll call him Extra 337. Uh, throw him in the swamp. Uh, Lucas stands up. Nathan comes up to him. He goes, I told you it's going to get worse. <laughs> he told you it's going to get worse. Lucas, uh, I feel bad because his brother's just very mean to him. I think it's his younger brother, too. It is his younger brother because... Dan had her, Dan had Karen pregnant first, and then he had Dan. So I'm guessing Dan had two kids in college. I had a kid going to college and I had a kid at college. Uh, Nathan walks up to Luke and goes, usually after we do this is when you're a part of the team, and then we have a keg party, but we're not going to do that. Quit the team, Lucas. I'm tired of you. Quit the team. Uh, Lucas comes home. He sits with his mom. He's all dirty. has mud on him, and his mom tells him, uh, looks like he had a rough night. She says she's called Sherry the B-word. They both break out and start laughing. They both agree on taking the high road. Uh, and mom's and but Lucas goes, look, mom, we tried that. There comes a certain point where we got to start hitting back. We got to fight back. So Lucas he hits his breaking point. They go back to practice. They won't pass on the ball. Lucas takes the ball, jams on it. Uh, they start pushing, start shoving. Whitey pushes everybody. Hey, cut it out! Cut it the freak out! You need to pass on the ball, and you this is not a one man show. <laughs> And he goes, you need to get your heads out of your anuses or I'll suspend the team. I'll suspend the second team. Go home. Nathan's laughing because he sees what he's doing. He's playing Geppetto. He's pulling the strings with some of his teams. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just, just high school drama, man. High school drama. I see why people like the show. High school drama. Luke just wants to play. Nathan's hazing him really bad. All of the team is hazing him. Because uh, they feel like Lucas has skipped a couple sets. But Lucas, he's hit his breaking point. Uh, next you know it, uh, Haley comes by the crib. She sees Nathan. She sees Nathan. Yeah. Next you know it, Haley pulls up to the crib. Haley goes to Nathan Scott's crib. And you could tell this is about to be, he's either going to be playing mind games with her head or they're going to start falling for each other. That's the vibe that we're getting. Haley comes to the crib. She goes, I find I'll tutor you, but there's two conditions. Number one. Lucas can't find out, which is North Carolina, Wilmington, 
course they're gonna find out. They can see you on the dock having your come on, let's let's that's be it's that's definitely not gonna happen. Second thing was leave school Lucas alone. And I think that's what can happen. So if Nathan wants to play college basketball, he has to have good grades. That's that's the obvious choice and obvious answer. Uh so they meet up at the dock, they're having um tutoring session. Nathan is trying to swoon Haley and he gives us a crackerjack box, opens it. And it is a bracelet, and he puts it on her hand. And she's like, oh, my God. It's, uh, it doesn't matter that you're a football player. Like, girl, you know he plays basketball. Stop playing. You heard what he, you heard what, what your brother, what Lucas tells about his brother. She's being, Nathan's being flirty, but she's serving it back to him. She's like, you know, I don't want to be here. But at the same time, she's like, I'm about to throw them bows, boy. So we can see, we can see what's going on in the relationship. Uh, We go back to the little newspaper place and Peyton tells this black dude which is her boss take it or leave it this is 95% of who I am you have to get the other 5% which is no way to talk to a boss but since it's dramatic effects I can see how she's talking to Corbin Blue like that uh, so the boss goes okay what if we leave it and she goes oh, I guess you won't see the other 5% uh, we go back to the town this is pretty much the closing scene of episode 3 they're uh, burning a boat so you're taking gifts that you need to start back over so you're burning things and Karen, Lucas's mom, she burns her cheerleading skirt uh, just to get rid of all the dead memories. So she puts it inside the boat. Everyone else put it inside the boat. And next, you know, Whitey's giving a speech. Uh, I don't know about being Humpty Dumpty, I guess. And then Karen walks up to Sherry and apologizes and introduces her son to her. So she's taking the bigger. They're all taking the high road. Uh, Brooke pulls up on Lucas at this boat party, at the boat burning. And uh, she's being flirty, promiscuous, throwing the plot of pie again at him. And uh, Lucas says, you know, Brooke, you don't have to do less. You don't have to act this way. And she goes, I know. She goes, but you're the first guy that ever told me that. So I think it's cute that you keep trying to resist me. Lada, she's very forward. Uh, uh, Brooke is very forward for a high school girl. Uh, then we go to the docks. Haley's sitting alone with Nathan's bracelet. So like I said, you can definitely see that her and Nathan are going to somewhere either get together or or just piss Lucas off. And uh, pretty much Haley, uh, she sit down. Lucas asks her, hey, bracelet, nice bracelet. She goes, oh, okay. And then he goes, where are you at this morning? She goes, I was tutoring someone I know. And she goes, no, which is a lie because we all know that Nathan Scott and Lucas Scott, the whole town knows about the Scott brothers. So she lies to Lucas, which is probably going to blow up in her face. I'm going to say episode 9. Episode 9 or 10. Something's going to happen. It's North Carolina. It's not hard to spot people out, especially in Wilmington. Then in the end of the scene, Jeff, which is a black dude, Corbin Blue, he leaves Peyton a voicemail. And uh, he said, we're going to run your sketch that you made. So that's Zen. Executive, executive producers, Michael Tallin, uh, Brian Robbins, and Joe Davola. And this episode was brought to you by Geico Suico's Return of the Savings Visiting. Uh, the saving keeps on going. And uh, I'm watching us through Hulu, so all these commercials are by Hulu. So uh, we're going to check back in on Nathan and Lucas and see what's going on. Uh, the Hazens get into Lucas, get into Lucas, but Lucas has decided to take the high road. So this is One Man and One Trill reviewing One Tree Hill, Season 1, Episode 3. Catch you next week. Peace up. A-Town Down.